but that's okay. And, and that's part of the journey. But you never know. And I think like, you know, we talk about Dr. Dispenza a lot in here, but like you never know what lies in the unknown. And you are always rewarded for going out and, and trying to find out what that might be. Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Podcast, where we explore the frontiers of personal growth, business innovation, and technology. We believe that growth and progress comes from expanding our minds, exploring new possibilities, and embracing change. And on this 178th episode, I think we have a special little announcement to make uh, that's been coming for a while, and we finally get to just... Amp it you just up. use it. You just keep, it up a little keep, bit, you keep know? building yeah, yeah. it up. You, so, you got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy it. Keep building it up. We can tease it until the end of the episode. <laughs> but uh, we were either going to not make a, a noise about this at all. Yes. Or we were going to go full tilt. Yes, yes, you know? yes. And this and, is us and going the full thing tilt. That we are, this is us going this full tilt. This is us going full tilt. <laughs> <laughs> so we are very pleased to announce that moving forward, now that you're listening to the Expansive Podcast, you are listening to an award-winning podcast. <laughs> That's a fake crowd, just by the way, because we're all about authenticity here. That's on YouTube. What do you mean, fake crowd? <laughs> what do you mean, fake crowd? Stadium crowd sound effect. It says you're on YouTube. I don't know what that means. What, what, what does that mean, Eric? Well, listen, congratulations. It means we're going to get a copyright strike because you use someone else's. <laughs> this is going to be thrown off YouTube because I use the crowd from YouTube. Anyway, look, uh, you know, um, it's a wonderful accolade. Thank you, everybody, for voting. Thank you for the African Podcast and Voice Awards. Um, yep. There were some really big hitters there. I mean, people with millions and millions of listeners on their pods. Also, how many pods are out there? My God, I heard of so many pods Jeez. that I was like, I didn't even know such a thing existed or even people wanted to listen to that. But I guess that's the beauty of what's going on in the world, the diversification of thought leadership, of access, no gatekeepers. So really, firstly, mm. it's a very, very big privilege. Um, uh, Eric made a post, um, and I copied his post. I always do this, which is very unfortunate, but anyway, I'm just going to say it here publicly. <laughs> but anyway, Eric was saying that we never, ever expected any of this to happen when we started. Initially, when we started, we were number one in South Africa for a couple of weeks, and then we got voted, not voted. We were told we were in the top 1.5% of podcasts in the world. And we were bamboozled by that. And then we realized if you just go over 30 podcasts, you're already into the one top 1.5%. And so we thought, oh, wow, we've made it into the one top 1.5%. And then in December, we were thinking of rebranding. And then Spotify sent us the skin of top 5% shared podcasts in South Africa, in the world. And globally, globally, globally yeah. Again, this was just bamboozling to us. In fact, we'd never did a brand change because we we're like, this this brand has got so much momentum behind it now. And then this, and now here we are with an award-winning nominated podcast. You know what it is more than anything else, Eric? It's just fun, man. I'm, I'm having fun. Mm. There's a little bit of frustration mm. here or there. Like sometimes, you know, the editing isn't good or somebody, but overall, it's just a really fun exercise. So congratulations to you, Eric. Um, for being on my pod and every week and um, <laughs> winning this award with us. <laughs> so congrats. <laughs> yeah, let me start by saying uh, it's, it is incredible to win this award. Um, what, what makes it pretty incredible to me is I was doing a bit of napkin math um, and we started this pod in 2019, yeah. uh, 16 October. So almost, almost four years to the date. Wow. 
um, 16 October 2019, we started the pod. Um, and I decided to go back and listen to the very first pod that we did today, just before we jumped on this call. Uh, number one, I'm quite surprised that it, it didn't actually sound that bad. I thought I was going to listen to this and cringe all the Whoa, way through. That's a good thing to know. Yeah, I was actually very surprised. So okay. we, it, it feels to me like we brought a, a certain level of professionalism to the first episode. Already? Which, uh, <laughs> yeah. Which, Were we more professional <laughs> then than now? Perhaps, think? perhaps, perhaps. That's thing. maybe we were on best behavior for that first episode. Yeah. So, um, first episode, like it, it actually went pretty well. It was recorded 2019, um, 16th of October. It was an introduction session. It was literally just, okay, John, like, what is your story? Tell us about where you are, where you're coming from. Uh, Eric, do the same thing. What, what struck me as I was listening to this, as you said, so I, I wrote this down, and you said, um, what this podcast does is it gives us more opportunities to share our research and our fascination. Wow. Okay. And I think that has been something that has just carried on right throughout. That's what every episode has always been. It's, and it's always this blend. And I think there's, a, there's something beautiful about that blend, which is the fascination of what could be and where we are going combined with the research of what is happening in the world today and what is the reality of the world. And and it's that blend that I think that makes this podcast special. And on top of that, what also struck me when I was listening to that first episode is that we had a lot of clarity about what we want the expansive to be. Mm. And even though we've gone through iterations and cycles of what we've tried, you know, we've, if you've been on this journey with us for a while, you'll know that as the expansive, we've tried many things and we live by that philosophy that we have to try different things. But what's been clear all the way through is that this podcast exists for people who want to live expansive lives and build expansive businesses. People who want to go beyond what people might think is possible. Uh, people who want to push into the unknown. And that's been clear since day one. And I think it's a promise that we've made to the audience that we've kept over time. Yeah, very well said, Eric. I mean, that, that's a really great articulation of it. I think it's so aligned with who we are naturally that it becomes an easy extension of what we do. Whereas I think many people that start podcasts run out of content because it's not in line with, truly in line with who they are and what they're about. I mean, isn't the, like the, I don't know, top 10 podcasters, these ladies that drink wine and chit chat drunk. I mean, they're very good at it. That's, that's kind of so in line with who they are that they're going to do that anyway, whether the pod's happening or not, right? So without being facetious about it, that's why they're on, I don't know, a thousand episodes. And so I think you've got to really figure out what it is that you're deeply passionate about. Then that passion is so clear from the beginning and you never have to rethink it because that's kind of who we are and it's just an extension of that. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty easy. I mean, it hasn't really been... It's not excruciating at all. I no. mean, it's just something we love doing. And, and I'm in Miami right now and it's eight o'clock in the morning and uh, I don't have a puffy face like you did last time. We recorded at 8 a.m. your time. And you can also but note here that we are. I don't have a puffy face. Well, it's not 8 a.m. in South Africa. That's why. Oh, so it's, oh, so like it's, only time again. it's only time bound. You can see the haircut. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're looking fresh. You're looking fresh. I mean, after I mocked you last time, my mom shouted at me. And uh, so Good. now- Good. So now I'm doubling up on mocking you. So don't, <laughs> I'm not holding back, mom. I'm not holding back on Eric. <laughs> Listen, dude. So today's pod is then, uh, we kind of dubbed it 
uh, how to create an award-winning podcast. Uh, <laughs> now, now that we are experienced in this world. <laughs> uh, but I think the, the, bigger, the bigger idea behind it is just um, what is the process of sticking to something that is meaningful, that sometimes feel like you might not be making the progress that you want to make, and what are some of the things that we've learned along the journey that will apply to any project or endeavor that you are going to take on? So we've, we've taken some time. We've identified two or three things each. Hey? You have to say we've taken some time. Just for everybody on the call, <laughs> I mean, on the, on the Wi-Fi, on the, Wi-Fi, on the podcast, Eric is making notes while we were prepping. I'm like, Eric, I was research- making my napkin, my yeah. napkin uh, calculations. Uh, That's what yes. I was busy with. I had to work out how many years we were doing it. Oh, is Four that years. what you were doing? I thought you were making One, two, points three. of what? Yeah. When you briefed me what you wanted the pod to be about, I thought it was more about uh, personal branding in the modern world. Uh, so it's kind of the same thing. But yeah. So, well, how, how, do you, how do you create some sort of movement, some sort of, I don't know, trust currency, some sort of momentum behind your brand? So you arrive in the room before you've arrived in the room, in other words. People already mm. know you by the time you arrive. Yeah. That's kind of what we're going to be talking about today because Eric and I seem to be doing this right for some reason. And, and we'll just riff off a few different points and we'll see where we go with that. So do you want to kick us off with your first one? Yeah, and I think the first one that I wrote here uh, is actually very much in line with what you said as you, we started the pod. It seemed as though we thought we had to play a certain role as a podcast host, right? So like, okay, we've got to be professional. We've got to talk about these things. We've got to sound smart all the time. God forbid we're not, like whatever the case may be, right? (laughs) And I think as we've progressed, we become more and more ourselves. That's actually what's happened. I mean, the last few pods that I've listened to is we laughing as we're starting because it's like, we're just having fun. We're riffing. We know what we're going to be doing. And it's almost like we've got a level of confidence in it. And what has happened over the period of time, and I think what's made the pod grow is our uniqueness, is being super comfortable in your authenticity and uniqueness and not trying to play a role of a professional or whatever the case may be. And it's a bit sad because, <clears throat> not sad, but I've spoken to some people that work for corporates and I'm like, well, why don't you have a pod or why don't you do this? Well, I can't be seen doing that as my job. And I can't be seen doing this because of my career moves. And I was like, but that's so lacking of inauthenticity. What you're actually doing is saying, well, I'm playing a role that's required of me, which is not accessing my full uniqueness, which means that my flavors are one dimensional. In other words, if I go to a meal and you've only used two or three spices, that's how delicious the meal is. And your authenticity gives you a range of all the tastes, all 23 different taste buds are being activated and that sort of thing. So I think, I think it's important to be authentic, to be unique. And actually not give a shit what anybody else thinks, you know, because we're not authentic because we're always worried about what other people think. And the more you and I grow at podcast 179, I don't think we can be more us if we tried. And in fact, people comment on that more often than not. I mean, my mom listens to all the pods. All she could remember is me bantering with you. Like not remember, (laughs) but that's all she brought up. You know what I mean? She didn't bring up anything else. And so I think it's a really interesting, um, discovery. I think we making ourselves really. And I find that when I go on stage as well, it's, it feels like I'm just having a conversation with a friend. And I think the audience feeds off that because it's much more real. It's a lot more authentic and it connects from heart to heart. My mom, and there's a last piece on this. My mom, my mom, I remember saying, geez, I'm speaking a lot about my mom and hardly, hi mom. 
um, you know, the new Huskies <laughs> at the farm, some new Husky arrived at the farm. So we're talking every day with my mom. I just spoke to her now about the Huskies. So I think she's just top of mind for me. Sky. Yeah. Um, so, um, I remember my mom saying to me about my first book. She says, you know why your book's doing so well? I said, why? She says, you wrote it from the heart and people are reading it from the heart. And I think what you actually really meant in another way of saying it is just be authentic and people will resonate with that authenticity. So step one or rule one for me, be unique, authentic, and don't give a shit what other people think. I know it's hard initially, but eventually people will accept you for exactly who you are. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I think when I look at, uh, to what you were saying, the laughter that comes through in the pod and just the fun that we are having and the how relaxed it feels to have these conversations a big part of that is also, I mean, apart from the fact that we've been friends now for a long time and that we've found a groove with, with doing the pod, we also have this pre-call routine. So whenever we, we do the pod, we always book out more time than is required. And we always have a bit of a, a chat beforehand. And we always have like a few laughs beforehand. And so yeah. like, we are almost laughing coming into the pod. And I think That's that right. energy, up already. Yeah, yeah, that energy yeah. just very naturally yeah. translates into what we are doing. So we're not getting onto the, onto the call prepping our talking points and then going into the conversation, we're getting on, having fun, like what's happening in your life, catching up, laughing, and then into the pod. And then we get to our talking points. So I think that creates a very easy sort of segue into the pod. Something I wanted to just mention, by the way, which is also interesting to me, is that when I was listening to the pod, I think both of our voices have become lower since the first one. Oh, yeah, the voices sound different to me, and I'd love. I posted that first pod in the in the group. What do you mean? What do you mean, Eric? <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to say? <clears throat> I think we've developed a radio voice. Radio voice. So we've gone from boys to men. Is that what's yeah, happened? I'm, I'm thinking we have a podcast voice. Oh, we've become a podcast voice. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my my first point, by the way, is it's kind of the same. It was around finding a partner to do things with there are many reasons why it's a good idea to find a partner. Something that I've really seen that has helped us to sustain four years, 180 or so episodes in, is that a few things happen when you have someone who's aligned with what you're trying to do. One is that there's accountability in showing up. So if you don't feel like it this week, you know, you're more likely to try just because you know there's an expectation of someone else. And also because of the work that we do, uh, we know that people are busy. We don't want to waste each other's time. We've always had that kind of respect anyway. So we want to make an effort to find a time and, and stick to the time as much as possible. Whereas if it was just you on your own, you'd more like there's more of a likelihood that you might go, oh, I just don't feel like it. And and to be fair, we've had we've days. We've done that. Yeah, we've, we've had, had days. We've had that, you and I, yeah. But then there's always the, okay, but okay, it's fine. Take the day, but when do we record? So there's always that. So that's number one. Number two is, and there's actually- Are you on your second point already? It part, no, it's part 2.2. Yeah, is that uh, it also, which segues or, or partners one well with 1.1 is that there's also built-in quality control that often <laughs> yes. we go through an episode <laughs> yeah, and one true. of us might feel like, oh, this was a great episode um, <laughs> and, or well, not a great episode, but like, you know, we got through it and the other one will go yeah. actually like, let's, let's redo this. And this is often when one of us had a bit of a lower energy, uh, we'd still, we had the accountability of showing up, but like it, the energy just wasn't there for the pod. And then we, we cancel and move to the next. And then the third 
1.3 is... Jeez, this is ridiculous. <laughs> what, I mean, uh, hang on a second. I thought we were having three points. Like... <laughs> this is all sub points to <laughs> find a partner. <laughs> okay, carry on. 1.3, this is the last one, is the dovetailing of ideas. That, you know, creativity is a very interesting thing to play with in your life. And I, I'm a firm believer. So, you know, when I'm writing the daily email... There's no choice. Every day, I have to put something out into the world. But the reality of that is that there are going to be some days that'll be okay and other days that aren't. And other days, I'm, I'm trying really, really hard. And other times, it just flows out of me. And we've had the same with the pod where there's been stretches, for example, where I'm carrying the pod, usually like for a long, long time. And then... <laughs> as, as you started that sentence, I was like, hang on, where's this guy going with this? Oh, I see, I see. He set okay. it up, he set it up. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's been stretches where one of us would carry the pod for a few episodes uh, because there's just a lot of things happening. It's not like the other person might be dry of ideas, but you're just going through a patch where like lots of downloads happening, lots of research, in flow, yeah. in motion. And that's cool because it gives the other person a bit of time to step back and do their own stuff. And so what you would have seen, if you go back and you listen to the episodes, you'll see masterclasses that were happening um, you'll see one person driving topics. And that's been amazing because it, it relieves some of the pressure of having to come up with something every week because you have a partner who's sharing the creativity uh, responsibility with you. Mm. So, yeah, so that's 1.1, 1.2, 1 1.3. So, so welcome back to the Expansive Podcast where I'm sharing three points and Eric's sharing 27 <laughs> points of how to build a personal brand and a You can see you spent more time prepping for this episode, obviously. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me scribble down my second point quickly as I'm thinking about it. No, you know, Eric, I think that accountability is really important. I think why, it's why we have coaches, why we have personal trainers, and, and the pod, you know, it's just worked out like that, that we've just got each other to hold accountable. And in fact, I think our relationship has grown to that we like each other more, we understand each other more. And I think that's taken time, like patience. And sometimes I'm ready to go and you're just not feeling it or the other way, I'm just jet lagged or, and you know, once or twice when we've called each other out, it's been gentle. It's not been horrible. It's just been like, look, I, I don't think it was really good. And, and I think we've both been very, very good at absorbing that criticism from each other because it's never actually been an issue of any sorts. And so, yeah, partnership and having the right partner. And it's just been a gift. So it's been a wonderful, wonderful um, journey with that and, and, great, and great perspective on that process. Okay, let me go with number two, my number two. Um, you know, the Sam Altman email or letter we did last week really got me thinking on one point, to have deep self-confidence. Like, you've got to have such a I don't want to say exaggerated, but you got to really think that you're the bee's knees and the rest of the world will play along. And that level of confidence or that likelihood of an uplifting internal dialogue has been something that's been playing on my head since we did that pod. But if I think about developing a brand like we have across social and across stages and across pods, it has to come with a level of confidence. And the one, the people that I see that are doing exceptionally well, they have just more confidence and they are more into their energy. And, and I think that lambasting yourself for not being good enough, for being impatient in the process of not reaching what you should have reach, reached by now, those 
are dead scenarios because they are exactly the opposite of giving yourself self-confidence. They're breaking yourself down. They're traumatizing yourself to try and whip you into better shape. And I think that adage is done. And I think we've all got to get out of that adage. The adage now is, yes, you can. Yes, you should. Keep moving. You're doing great. Let's keep moving. Like, just keep moving. Don't worry about the small things. And it's that level of self-confidence, I think, just becomes more and more apparent and obvious to build a brand that is unique, um, that has a voice out there. And we've got to remember that the difference between confidence and arrogance is very, very simple. And I think that many people get these confused. And the difference between arrogance and confidence is kindness. It's are you kind to yourself and the people around you? You're confident. If you're unkind to yourself and the people around you, you're arrogant, which means you're coming from a point of insecurity trying to be condescending to the people around you. And look, I've been there, but it's always been based on an internal dialogue. I'm not good enough. Uh, who, what are they going to think of me? I don't care what they're going to think of me. So I'm going to come here and be an asshole. Like whatever the case may be, it's all based on an insecurity. When you are secure, you're kind and confident immediately. And that's been a major practice of mine my whole life. But really seeing Sam Altman write that, I was like, damn, I should just be better. I should be up, more uplifting to myself. So deep levels of self-confidence, which are always linked to kindness, I think are imperative in a, in, a, in a world awash with personalities online. Something I've been trying to find, and I haven't been able to find it in my inbox, is that I saw this thing about a like one of the best NFL coaches, and he was asked on how does he evaluate uh, amateurs who might be drafted into the pros. And he said that when he looks at them, you know, granted that skill level is more or less the same, the number one thing he's he's looking for is that level of confidence, but that like deceptively high level of confidence that almost like borders on a bit of arrogance because he's like, that's the guy because he has so much self-belief. He's the guy that's going to make it. And I think I've seen this with so many entrepreneurs is that self, it's almost like self-delusion, you know? Self-delusion, But, yeah. but that self-delusion is um, optimistic and it is channeled in a positive way. It's not... It's not deluding yourself about uh, reality, but it's more like deluding about like your your potential you have. Yeah, your like self belief yeah. that you have. Like you just Djokovic, Djokovic. Yeah. When I watch Djokovic, dude, that guy, he is not phased. Eh, he is super centered, mm. and it's that centered. I've seen him play live at the American Open, and I was very far. I got cheap seats, but I saw his opponent's body language change. And Djokovic just held, held, and he, he won. So yeah, that self self belief is is key. Mm, and I think there's a you know when you when you mention it like that, there's kind of the two aspects of it, which is the the confidence to just also get started with things, which in today's world is easier than ever. We don't need permission to do things. When you do a podcast, like back yourself to go and do it. So there's there's that. But then there's also the experience component of it that over time you've done so many reps and you've seen the success that you've had or you've learned from your failures. And because of that, mm. there's a new level mm. of confidence that, that comes with it as well. So it's both of those. Uh, but I, I like it. I, I agree with you. Um, cool. All right. So my second one is uh, let's go with, with shots on target. Uh, in anything that you do, I think you have to give yourself enough space and time to take as many shots on target as possible. Because, you know, this pod is now 180 episodes in. 
And there's been plenty of opportunities to quit along the way. But what we've realized is that the more stuff we put out, the more we learn about ourselves, the more we learn about the process, the more we learn about where we want to go with this. And every rep is just another opportunity to succeed, another opportunity to... But there's that external part of it, which is the the succession part or the being successful. But then there's the internal part of it, which is that the more shots we take, the better we become. Mm. And that's been an important part of this. Like when we, you know, we've, we've had some conversations about the podcasting space in general. And I said to you, I think we've become good at articulating our thoughts. And obviously a big part of that is that we are speakers. So we have to do that. It's kind of in the job description is communicate well. But on top of that, we also have a podcast. And in this podcast, we take rough ideas that we have and we start polishing them a bit. So very often what you hear on this pod is what you will hear John speak about on stage at a big conference. Uh, you might hear the polished version or you might hear the birth of an idea. Banter. Right? Oh, like, that too. Yeah. It, it might be at, at one of those two extremes. But this pod creates that space for the repetition. And so whatever you're going to take on and whatever you're trying to build, uh, realize and know that shots on target is important. And the more you take, the better. Uh, so give yourself the, the time and the space to do that. Very nice. Okay. And 2.1? <clears throat> no, that's it. What? <laughs> what? You're shortchanging us, Eric. Okay. Listen, I mean, I so, can go, yeah. right? Mm. Like, uh, don't, don't, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure yeah. you can go. But... But funny enough, because number three for me is consistency. Mm. And so n- number one was this, be unique, have deep self-belief and be consistent about it. Because, you know, being inconsistent is actually much worse. Rather be a continuous loser or a continuous winner. You can't be both. And so, you know, the, 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 self, the self-talk and the upliftment process is really important. And if you need to take some time out, take some time out and give yourself the time to eat the haagen and feel sorry for yourself and uh, get over that and keep moving. And I think the consistency is quite a simple ask once you are accessing your uniqueness and you have that self-belief because then it's simple to be consistent. You break in consistency because you don't have the self-belief and you think you're like similar to everybody else, which you might be. So why would you want to be consistent in doing that? You'll always run out of energy. And I think once you access that uniqueness, the energy flow is constant, uh, consistent, and uh, allows you to be held accountable by your partner to show up and to share what's going on for you, you know? And I think this pod's also really important because we're talking about, you know, they say you need to not work in your business, you need to work on your business. And this pod is about the pod. Like this is a, this is a unique pod actually, but I don't think we've ever done a pod like this because we're talking about the prep, the why, the why we're doing it, how it's actually showing up. And that in itself is, is a really, uh, interesting process to think about, but in line with that, again, it's consistency of content and what are we learning and what did the awards actually teach us? Okay. Let's reflect back. Oh, what are the things that have got us here? Oh, wow. Okay. We did this well, we did this well. And you know what I think? And I, and I said this to you on the WhatsApp chat the other day. We also have to be patient. And I think that we sometimes suffer from impatience because we want the pod to get bigger and we want to have more mumble. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, do we? I, I think we let's be happy with our thousand fans, you know? Um, we've got 
we got more than a thousand fans. But anyway, just saying. <laughs> we, the, what what uh, uh, Seth Godin always says is it's important to have a thousand true fans, and those thousand true fans become exponential and mushroom for you. And I think it's um, also for us. And another reflection point for me is. We've gotten here by absolute surprise and delight. And let's allow the rest of the journey to be an absolute surprise and delight and move the numbers up, increase the listeners, and really access deeper parts of you and I. And one thing I have noticed about the pod is that you are getting more personal. You're sharing more personal bits about you, and you have never really done that. It's always been me that's come with the personal stuff, but you've really started to open up a lot there. And I guess me letting the world know that you're a pool boy and a house husband has also like helped you become more comfortable with that persona. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure. Um, I hear the creepy crawly. I hear the creepy crawly. Go sort it out there. Hey, Eric. <laughs> I'll just build instead of breaking down. Um, <laughs> so w- when it comes to the consistency part of it, I, I think what. So you've touched on the internal stuff, which is really important, which is the the actions of consistency that gives us the pod, et cetera. But when you're engaging in, if we just look at a podcast-specific or any creator-specific type activity, like uh, a YouTube channel or a podcast or a newsletter, whatever it may be, is that you have to remember you are also making an agreement with your audience. And that there's a certain expectation from them that you must fulfill. And that's why I was saying earlier, like I, I'm very happy when I, ref, when, when I look back at all of the episodes we've done, 180 episodes, I'm very happy to send any of those podcasts to any client that might want to listen to us mm. talk about a topic. Because I think we put our best foot forward. We have fun. So it brings the humanness into it. But we're not putting out subpar quality content on this pod. I'm very proud of it. And that's part of the agreement that we've made with this audience is that we are bringing you content that is going to help you be expansive in how you think about the world. And we're doing that every single week. And we haven't missed weeks. We've taken, we've taken time off over December, typically, when people aren't going to be listening to new content or we want to take a break. But even then, we're replaying. They're still, we're replaying old episodes. So there's still content going out. But our agreement with the audience was every week you will be able to listen to an episode from The Expansive. And what's been interesting is that as time has gone on, the episodes haven't gotten shorter, they've gotten longer. Yeah. Right? Which is actually weird when you think about it. Like, because we always said we want to keep it to 20 minutes. And so, even though by now, if you go and look back, you know, we've spoken about everything that we've spoken about. I don't think there's anything in my head that isn't living somewhere on the pod. (laughs) Um, Even though that's the case, the episodes have still been getting longer and longer. And not because we're adding more fluff, but because I think we're always challenging each other. fluff away. Yeah, we're challenging each other to find different angles and new things. Mm. And and also the world is changing so much. And a big part of what we do is to look at how the world is changing and continuously helping people to adapt to that and think about the role that they play as this world is changing. Um, so I think whenever you are, are thinking about the consistency aspect of it, think about it from an audience point of view, and then obviously also think about it from a systems point of view, which we also have really perfected by now, which is that we have our organization between the two of us for recording the pod. Once it's done, it goes to our producer and uh, to the podcast manager, so Sean and, and Gerald, and they take care of everything else. They make sure that the episode is well stitched together. It sounds good. All the um, 
things that might need to be cut out are cut out so that it flows better. It's uploaded. It is, you know, so all those systems are there to make sure that we can be consistent for ourselves and for the audience. So, yeah, I think um, consistency is really important, but you have to think about what that consistency is going to look like for you. Very good. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I like the agreements. I think, I guess the agreement is also like you and me have an agreement and yeah. then we have a, another agreement with the audience and, you know, and the audience almost has an agreement with us. You know, they, they give us big ups, um, they give us five-star ratings, they make comments. And so, yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's an exchange of energy and ideas uh, on a continuous basis. And, and mm. that is quite a silent agreement that we've actually yeah. made. And uh, people are expecting it. People complain when we're not uploading quick enough. So, yeah, we've seen that. Uh, the, the last one that I want to end on is yeah. it's worth taking the risk. You know, when, when we started the pod, we never knew what was going to happen with it. And there are so many small bets that you can place in life. And who knows where it takes you. But if you don't do it, you never know. Uh, Absolutely. And, I, and I feel like we live in a world where the opportunity to take more risk is just everywhere. And there's, there's nothing holding you back from starting that pod or starting that newsletter. In our case, you know, it was also me taking the risk of saying, hey, do you want to do a podcast together? And you, you taking the risk and saying, yes, let's try it. And, you, and like, we didn't know. Like when we started this pod, we didn't know what was going to happen. We could have flaked out after and burned out after 10 episodes. Um, we could have put the pot together and it was absolutely uh, horrendous. <laughs> but, but it's worked out well along the way. And then on top of that, we've taken more risk. We've tried more things. And, and very often the things that we've tried didn't work out. No, they haven't. Yeah, but lots of okay. things haven't worked. Lots of, yeah, lots of things haven't worked okay. out. Yeah. But that's yeah. okay. And, and that's part of the journey. But the, you never know. And I think like... You know, we talk about uh, this Dr. Dispenza a lot in here, but like you never know what lies in the unknown and you are always rewarded for going out and, and trying to find out what that might be. And so I think, it, you know, it's been an incredible journey. Uh, thank you. Even though we have uh, lots of banter on the pod, uh, thanks to you as well for, yeah, for coming on here, for, for sharing so freely, for being a, a thinking partner. Uh, for me, not just on the pod, but also beyond the pod, it's been incredible to have shared this journey with you. Um, and I deeply appreciate it. And, and I'm grateful for the role that you've played in my life. Well, so, it's a pleasure, Eric. Yeah. Thank you, my man. Thank you very much. Um, I feel the same. It's been wonderful to see you also become much more um, proficient and uh, professional at what you do and uh, you're breaking boundaries and uh, congratulations to you. And this part has just been a fantastic, delightful surprise for us along the way. And so thank you to all of you listeners for listening and being with us on this journey and all for the kind remarks and just all of the stuff. It's great. And I think as a summary, I think we made a lot of points there, Eric. I think let's make a summary um, to pull out. And the three points I had was to be really unique about what you do, have deep levels of self-confidence, and to be consistent about that and uh, allow that system of consistency, uniqueness, and confidence to take you on the journey as you need to be. And I think the system itself is the goal. And once you got that system right, the goal takes care of itself. Yeah. And so on my side, I said, uh, number one is find a partner, someone that you can align with on helping you 
but but also working together towards a goal. Number two was to position yourself to be able to take as many shots on target as possible. And number three is to take risks and to push into the unknown because you never know what lies on the other side. Yeah. As Dr. Joe says, the unknown has never let me down. That's what I think where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, never let me down. So as John said, thank you very much for being on this journey with us, whether you've listened to one pod episode, whether you've listened to all of them. Uh, we are so, so grateful to have you on this journey with us. Um, it is always one of, one of the biggest thrills, really, when someone comes up to us somewhere and says, hey, we love listening to the pod, we you know, referencing something from the pod, or when we get messages or WhatsApps or anything where someone says that uh, the work that we've done here has been meaningful or has just entertained them, Whatever the case, we love being a part of your journey as well and being a part of your life. Thank you for letting us in. We know that time and attention is one of the scarcest and mm. most precious resources uh, in this time and, and day. So thank you for that. And as always, uh, if you want to leave a review for the pod, we would love for you to do that. Uh, iTunes or Spotify is the best place for that. And until next time, episode... 181 and moving into the next year of the pod be expensive ciao